0: So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Guizzo, and today we are talking about a lesson in winning. Now, when I talk about this, what we're going to get into is we're going to get into a lesson I learned and a lesson that you guys can all take away from Tim Grover, who is or was, I guess, Michael Jordan's strength and conditioning coach through the majority of his career. Now, Tim worked with MJ. He also worked with Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, a number of other professional high-level elite basketball players through their careers. But this story in particular is about how he got started working with Michael Jordan. Now, basically, what he talks about in the book is he said, you know, in the beginning of his career, he was working at a health club making like $3 an hour. This was a very long time ago, so $3 an hour wasn't illegal. But he's working at a health club making really minimal money and just started thinking, you know, what do I actually want to do? Who do I actually want to work with? and he wanted to work with professional basketball players. So he took out a pen and paper and started writing letters to the members of the Chicago Bulls to offer his services to help train them. And he said he wrote to every player on the team except for Michael Jordan. And the reason he didn't write to Michael Jordan is because at this time Michael Jordan was the like, the number one player in the NBA and he's like, well no way that Michael Jordan's gonna wanna hire me. Like, the one, you know, there's no chance that I'm going to get it with him, so I just wanted to write him, but, you know, I'll write the rest of the players and maybe one of them will bite. Now, you know, again, thinking Michael Jordan's the best player in the league right now, there's no way this guy who's the best in the world is going to want to hire me. So then he writes to all these players and gets rejected and doesn't hear back from any of them. Except, he said, Michael Jordan found his letter in one of his teammates' lockers and then reached out. And the reason that Michael Jordan found his letter in one of his teammates' lockers, he said because at that point in his career, he was known as the best player in the NBA. But he said he hadn't been to the finals yet. So he hadn't started on the like six or seven-year run or whatever it was that the Bulls won all those championships. Now, the big thing that is important here is that when like when he was in the earlier point of his career and he hadn't been to the championships yet, he was already the best player in the league. But the weakness in his game was he was getting outpowered or outmuscled by the bigger, stronger players on other teams. So he was again had the skill but wasn't able to execute at that extra, extra highest possible level. And as a result, he wasn't able to help dominate enough to get his team to the finals. So even though Tim Grover wrote to every player on the team except for him, Michael saw the possibility of, hey, this guy might be able to help me pack on the muscle, the size and everything that I need in order to dominate and in order to bring my team to the finals and start winning championships like I want to. So Michael went out of his way to reach back out to Tim Grover even though he was the only player on the team that Tim didn't reach out to in the first place. Now guys, the reason this is important is because this is when Michael Jordan was already the top player in the NBA. He was better than everyone in the world Yet he was going out of his way to hire someone to help him, take, help him take his game to a new level when his teammates, who obviously are still incredible basketball players, like if you're in the NBA, you're at the top. But his teammates, who actually got the invitation, hey, do you want to work with me, weren't answering back or weren't reaching out or weren't you know, taking that extra initiative. So this is an extremely important lesson for all of you because I speak to a lot of athletes on a daily basis that in their minds, they're like, yeah, things are going really well. You know, I don't have any big issue right now. Like my cardio feels pretty good and my strength feels pretty good and, you know, everything's fine. I don't need any help. And that mentality right there, I don't need help, is the mentality that's going to sink you and the reason that mentality is going to sink you is because think about it this way. Michael Jordan was the best basketball player in the world. He was the top player in the NBA, widely recognized. And his first thought was, how can I go out of my way to get extra help to elevate my game further? So this is the same kind of idea that when you look at, you know, the UFC, you look at boxing world championships, you look at any of those high top level combat athletes, They're going out of their way to get extra help. They're going out of their way to try to find an edge. They're going out of their way to go above and beyond everything that they can possibly do. Yet there are so many people still like just starting out their careers or on the local scene or who have been a little bit up and down that right away will say, oh, no, 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 I know what I'm doing. Or No, 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 no. I'm good. No, I don't need any extra help. I'm fine. And you're just wrong. Like there might not be anything drastically wrong with your game right now, but I was gonna say, if, unless you're at the top of your game, unless you're the best in the world, you still need to be seeking help, but even the ones that are the best in the world are still seeking help. So who do you possibly think you are to think that you know everything? You get what I'm saying? and like the further lesson here is that again the reason this is called a lesson in winning is because michael jordan was already winning he was already the top of the top but what you've got to understand is even when you are at that number one spot even when you're the best in the world there's nobody better than you everybody is behind you trying to catch you and if everybody's behind you trying to catch you you need to do what you can to try to find the edge and so he saw this guy that you know he was like pretty unknown at the time he didn't have any pro clients but he saw this guy and he goes okay this guy seems to know something i want to meet with him and i want to see what he see what he knows and see if it can take me to a new level and then the next part of the story which i found really cool too and this is a lesson in winning from the other side is he tim talks about how they met so he got invited by the Chicago Bulls training staff to come to an address in Chicago to meet with a player. They didn't name the player. So Tim's you know going in not knowing who he's about to meet with and he said he knocks on the door and Michael Jordan opens the door. And the coolest part about this is he said they sat and they talked for an hour And about, like, just the different training methods, different things that Tim would have him do, how they would help him build the muscle, keep the abilities on the court, not take away from his game. And he said, as soon as they finished talking, Michael said, you know, this doesn't sound right. And Tim confidently said, because he knew it was right, "said it doesn't get any more right than this. And Michael's response to that was, "Okay, I'll give you 30 days. So there's a couple of things I want to unpack about that. Number one. The willingness to try, even though he wasn't certain, he knew that he needed to elevate his game. He wasn't sure about the tactic that was being presented, but he was willing to give it a shot because this is another thing that I see a lot of athletes struggle with so hard. And I'm going to use the example of the content that I put out on my page every day. I get messages constantly saying, Hey, you put out two different aerobic circuits. Which one is the best one? Uh, Or, you know, hey, you talked about like this way to build strength is like, and I I lay out a template of like three upper body exercises, three lower body exercises, and then building in some core and accessory exercises on top of that. What exercises do I need to do? And then like, and the point of this is instead of focusing on just doing the work you're so concentrated on making sure that everything you're doing is perfect that you get caught in that mentality and you end up not doing anything. And that is the biggest mistake you can make. If you're so paralyzed by the fear of not doing the perfect training that you don't do any training, that is the number one mistake you can make because perfect training doesn't exist. There's constantly evolving different types of training, and there are certain types that are gonna be better than other types, but the perfect training is the best thing for the individual. And if you are not constantly actually working at it, then you're not gonna see success, plain and simple. You're not gonna see success because you're not actually putting in the work. You're too concentrated on trying to find the perfect system and the, imp- like the very important thing from this story is when Michael Jordan and Tim Grover were talking, Michael said, this doesn't sound right, but I'll give you 30 days. So again, what he's saying here is he's like, you know what, I'm not sure about this, but you sound like you know what you're talking about and I need to make an improvement so I will give it a shot to see if this is what I need. I'm willing to do the work, I'm not focused on making sure it's perfect. And then he started seeing the th- results within those 30 days, and then at the same time, 30 days ended up turning into 15 years of them working together. And the other part of that that I wanna unpack is the certainty on the other side. Because this is something that even as a coach, I struggled with for a long time. I know that what I do works. And similar to Tim Grover in this conversation, you know, Michael said, I'm not sure about this. And Tim's response was, it doesn't get any more right than this. And that's the same thing. I know what I do works. And when I speak to athletes, I confidently know that when you join my program and you start working with me, you are gonna get results. If you are willing to actually put in the work, that is literally the only factor. If you're willing to put in the work, you're gonna get results. If you're not willing to put in the work, you won't get results, plain and simple. But the ability to speak so certainly is the quality of someone who is going to win. And so for like for myself, or in this case for Tim as a coach, being able to look the best basketball player in the world and say, this is the right method for you. Not, hey, well, you know, if you're willing to let me try it out, then maybe I think it could kind of probably help you a little bit, maybe in this area. He was like, no, man, this is what you this is what you want. You need me. This is how we're going to do it and then the ability to confidently back up that action. This is something that you should be looking for in a coach. Somebody that is confident in what they do. People have called me cocky before because when I've been in conversations with athletes, I've said, yes, what I do works. You do what I tell you to do and you will get good results coming back into your sport, I promise. And they've called me cocky for saying that. But think about it, who do you want in your corner as a coach, the one who says, yeah, maybe I think if we kind of do something like this, it's probably gonna work, because I think that maybe I know what I'm kind of talking, or do you want the person who's like, yeah, this is what you need, this is how it's gonna happen, this is what we're gonna do for you, let's go. You in or you out? You want the second guy, because the second guy knows what the fuck he's talking about, right? So the lesson in winning, Guys, overall, that I want to get across with this podcast. The lesson in winning is to do the fucking work. There's always going to be new methods, there's always going to be different things. There's always going to be, you know, new evolving changes and all of that. But if you're constantly searching for perfect and you're not actually taking action, you're not going to see results. And the other side of that, always be looking for new levels always be looking for the new, better thing that you can continue to do. So don't let it paralyze you and don't let it stop you from working in the first place, but you always need to be searching for new ways to make improvements on yourself. Michael Jordan, the best basketball player in the world at the time, saw a letter in his teammate's locker and said, whoa, this looks like something that could help me even though it wasn't even addressed to him. And he was the only one on the team that reached out. The team, every player on the team, except for Michael Jordan, got a letter from Tim Grover offering his services to help train them. And the only one who didn't get the letter, the best player in the world, was the only one who reached back out. What does that tell you? The guy who is at the top is the one who's looking for more help. The guy who's at the top is looking for more ways to get to a higher level. So if you want to be the one at the top, you want to be the one winning the belts. You want to be the one making the money. You want to be the one that everyone else is chasing. You need to become that guy now. You need to become that girl now. And the way you become that guy or the way you become that girl is by constantly searching for ways that you can invest in yourself. And yes, that's going to cost money. Yes, that's going to cost time. Yes, that's going to be uncomfortable. But if you want the lifestyle of living as a champion, you want the lifestyle of living as a professional athlete, you want the lifestyle of doing what you love every single day, that requires sacrifice. If it didn't, every person in the world would be doing it. But now you've got to ask yourself, how much am I willing to sacrifice? How far am I willing to go? What am I willing to do to make this dream come true? Because I understand that you don't have Michael Jordan money, but you also don't need to hire tim grover you can find ways whether that in the whether in the moment that's hey all i can afford is to buy a program but i can't afford you know a coach to be with me all the time or whether that's you know well i can afford like a group coaching program that might not be like the perfect system but it's the best thing that i can afford to do but my main point guys is if you're not willing to invest in yourself You can't expect to get the results that the people who are willing to invest in themselves are going to get. And that's going to be difficult. That's going to be hard. But the results come on the other side of that uncomfortable, difficult decision that you make to put yourself in the position of a winner. So that is it. That is all. I hope you guys got some value from this today. I hope that just shifted your perspective a little bit. Now, if you do have any questions, if you're here live, I'm going to stick around for a quick minute to go through some questions. If you are listening back to this on the podcast, YouTube channel, anywhere else, make sure to send me a message across any of my social media platforms to ask any questions that you've got. But for now, that is it. That's all. I appreciate you all for tuning in. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now, remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day, and I can't wait to see you on the next episode.